DJ Tens of thousands on my right, thousands by my side War between good and evil, watching our fists collide Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride Flags waving all around, pages full of pride This is where we make a stand, no more give or take They want to use violence on Americans We want freedom We want peace We want freedom We want peace We want freedom We want peace Enough with tyranny We come to take our country back For all citizens White, red, brown, or black Return it to a form of glory Fix the bloody crack On the crown Fetch it down It's going down She warned me that this day would come I'm like my father, go to combat with the blazing guns I survived that, then I came back, took the place I'm from To face off all these haters and the battle in the place I love You can't break me down, I'm indivisible You still see my raps if I was invisible That pepper spray tastes like chicken In August of this year, they started doing a vigil outside of the jail in D.C. And they've been singing, praying, and calling in to speak with the inmates inside for January 6th. And it's absolutely beautiful. Mama Mickey, Mickey Whithoff, Ashley Babbitt's mother, is outside the jail showing support for those that are locked up inside in every other family that is suffering from because of the FBI's and DOJ's treatment of those involved with January 6th. And you will soon hear from her as well. But I had a chance to call in down there. Here is a short little clip of my first time calling in. Uh, and we have a special treat for you guys tonight. This is Pai Anand. I'm going to let him speak to you guys for a minute. Go ahead, Pai. Hey, everybody. God bless you all, and God bless this wonderful United States. It is uh, such a blessing to see all of you out there outside the D.C. CTF showing love and support to our January 6th inmates, their families, and, uh, you know, I've been running with the Sing for Freedom co campaign for over a year, and it is just so amazing to see you guys out there uh, doing that. And at 9 o'clock, singing the national anthem with them, um, it's just a beautiful thing, and I cannot thank you all enough. Thank you for everything you do, brother. And just so that everybody knows, um, Hyannon is out to a J6 defendant. I was arrested in uh, May of last year by an FBI counterterrorism SWAT team uh, while I was at work. Um, I was awarded bond and I don't want to take my freedom for granted. So after a lot of prayer and thought and also after hearing the recording of our DC inmates singing the national anthem um, in their cells or from their cells, 
I decided to, to start doing this thing for freedom to get other people out here in the real world to sing along with them and post videos online to help bring awareness to the tragedies and the hardships that our, our J6 prison, political prisoners are suffering through. Try to get them some help and get many voices as we possibly can to raise for them. You guys are all out there fighting the good fight. Um, I'm actually banned from the city of D.C. or I would be down there screaming from the rooftops with you. And so... We'll be singing with you tonight. So when you're belting it out, know that we're singing with you. Oh, God bless you all. Hello, friends, family, patriots. Welcome to the first episode of Freedom Unchained. I am your humble host, Joseph Thomas. I go online by the name of Pi Anon. Pi is the number, because I'm a nerd, and Anon, which is short for anonymous, because I grew up on the boards. And if anybody knows anything about that, Keck wills it. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening, because apparently I'm a terrorist. At least that's what I've been called by the mainstream, lamestream media. I've been labeled a terrorist by the government. And I'm facing over 30 years in federal prison. And what did I do that was so bad? I went to the Capitol on January 6th. I sang the national anthem. I said I love my country. I did not go into the building. I did not attack anybody. I did not destroy anything. Quite the opposite. I turned over weapons that we found. I helped take weapons away from people in the crowd. I preached no violence and freedom and liberty and peace. I told the Capitol Police that we back the blue, chanted it with the crowd. Did I exercise my First Amendment right of freedom of speech? Of course. I'm an American. Kind of what we do. But none of it was threatening. I told them that we were there speaking up for their freedoms as well, because I believe in election integrity. And I believe that one day we will see justice, true justice, and show that the anomalies that brought us all there were not fabricated, that the things that seemed incorrect about the decision day results that brought us this lovely administration of Brandon were not outlandish. You know, the mail-in drop boxes paid for by Zuckbucks, the 800 bajillion thousands of votes that showed up at like 3 o'clock in the morning long after every polling station stopped counting. The votes getting switched live on TV. And the list is long. But it didn't seem right. So yeah, I went to the Capitol to speak up. I was already in the area because my job that I had at the time required me to work and travel all over the country. So just by chance, I was already there. So when I went... I saw a sea of red, white, and blue and smiling faces. It was one of the most patriotic days of my life. And I cannot stress enough how happy it made me to see so many people expressing love of nation, charity towards one another. It was beautiful. So, after Trump's speech was over and after a little while just kind of lollygagging around talking to folks in the crowd, I made my way towards the Capitol. And then things changed. I smelled tear gas. I saw people crying and screaming and injured. So I did what the military taught me to do, and I went towards the danger. Provide aid to the wounded. Stick up for the defenseless and the vulnerable. And again, I didn't hurt anybody. But when I saw police brutality, such as when Capitol Police tear-gassed an elderly woman and a young child, who I can only assume is her granddaughter, for standing there singing the national anthem, that was police brutality. 
when I saw the Capitol Police throwing crowd suppression ordinance about 100, 150 feet back into the crowd, trying to incite them to become emotionally charged, or at least that's how I saw it. That was wrong. Unarmed Americans being beaten, pepper sprayed, tear gassed, assaulted by the police. Now, did some people there break the law? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. And I saw it. But what I don't understand is that the ones that I saw that were inciting violence, the provocateurs, the agitators in the crowd, none of them got arrested. When I was preaching no violence, one of them looked at me and says, what do you mean no violence? How do you expect to get your country back? And I said, by the constitutional process, buddy, the same way we always do. Someone in the crowd then tried to fist fight me, which, you know, no violence, so I didn't. Or like when I saw a gentleman pull a sawzall out of his backpack and start cutting down the skirting off the scaffolding on the Upper West Terrace. We spoke up, tried to stop him, got the sawzall turned over to, I believe, a Metro police officer. Or when the same gentleman that wanted to fight me for not being violent tried to incite the crowd to use pipes against Capitol Police. I went running over, no, 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 put those away, and helped get them away from people and turned those pipes over to the Capitol Police. We chanted in the crowd that we backed the blue, told the Capitol Police that we were there speaking up for their rights too. I also asked them to honor their oath, told them what they were doing was wrong by tear gassing, pepper spraying, and beating unarmed Americans. And yeah, when I got clocked in the head with a nightstick, I turned around and cussed at him. But then went right back to the same mantra that I had of peace, no violence. But yet I'm facing 30 years in federal prison. In May of last year, 2021, I was arrested by FBI counterterrorism SWAT team. I was in Alabama working at that point, and they come out several agents deep, automatic rifles in my face, screaming, FBI, get down on the ground. And I did. I also thanked each and every one of those agents that arrested me. I thanked them for their service. Because I understand that they're Americans. They don't know me from a hole in the ground. All they hear is, suspect A needs apprehended. And I'm sure they were probably told that I was like the worst of the worst. But I complied, got down on the ground. I thanked them all for their service. They threw me in the back of a cop car, executed a search warrant on my room where they took everything. They took my my cell phones, my dash cam, my voice recorders. They took everything. They even took clothing. But that's beside the point. They took me to the U.S. Marshal's office, booked me, processed me, and slapped me into a cell where I sat for what seemed like forever. No idea how long I was in that cell. But I was eventually put in front of a judge for an initial arraignment. I was told that I was being charged with six charges on a criminal complaint. Pled not guilty. By the grace of God, that judge awarded me bond. And I was able to make it home just in time to see my oldest son graduate high school, which is a blessing only a parent can understand. Since then... I have done everything I possibly can to show the public the truth. As soon as I came home, I published all my videos online, from home from the Capitol, not after my arrest. After my arrest, everything that I had on social media pretty much got wiped, so I had to create all new accounts all over the place in little weird sequestered corners of the internet like Telegram and Gilded. Because I'm banned from Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, WeChat, Snapchat, Instagram, Periscope, Discord, I mean, you name it. If you've heard of it, I'm probably banned from it. So I find myself, I mean, I've had several YouTube channels yanked down. And quite frankly, once the establishment realizes that there's someone on here thinking for themselves and speaking truth, this will probably get yanked down too. So until then, 
Let's enjoy some crazy. My indictment, when I was given in August 2021, 10 charges. Violations are civil disorder, obstruction of an official proceeding in aiding and abetting, which that alone holds 20 years, assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers, which I have now three counts, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, Engaging in physical violence in a restricted building or grounds. Disorderly conduct in a Capitol building. And acts of physical violence in the Capitol grounds or buildings. When I was on Telegram, I found several groups dedicated to January 6th inmates, defendants, and their families. And I found a lot of peace and solace in there, having a community of support. And then I found that several of those groups on there were also stealing money from fundraisers and padding their own pockets, that they were fake. I'm not going to call them out, but they know who they are. That's why I got banned from their rooms. But either way, I had a chance to find out who was legitimately there to help us. And I came across several who I've become dear, dear friends with. The outpouring of support from the Patriot community is overwhelming, and that has given me strength to push forward. And one day in July, I believe 2021, I heard a recording come out of the DCCTF, the Gulag, as we call it, because of the atrocious conditions in which they treat the inmates for January 6th. Rotten food, beaten, tortured, solitary confinement for several, several months that go well beyond the limits of the Nelson Mandela Act, which constitutes torture, being starved, food rations cut in half, malnourished, just disgusting treatment, things that we haven't seen since the POW camps of Vietnam War. But I heard a recording come out of there of those men singing the national anthem from their cells behind steel doors, together, in unison with one another, one voice, one heart, beautiful. And after a long time of prayer and asking God, how can I use this gift of freedom that I've been given to help them that have been locked up? Because I've been hearing about the conditions that they were being treated with for a long time. And I decided that I'm going to sing with them loud and proud. I love my nation. And I went out on my front porch and sang the national anthem every night at 9 p.m. Eastern, just like they did from their cells. And my neighbor heard it. She came over one day and asked me, are you singing the national anthem? Because you're going to are practicing for like a ball game or something and I said no and I told her the situation and the sheer look of horror that came across her face I can I can't explain it I thought she thought I was a nut job but she just silently turned around and went back into her house but a couple days later she came out with her son and sang the national anthem as well at 9 p.m and that moved me almost to tears The feeling of knowing that I'm not alone in this fight and that somebody else out there cares. In real life, that was awesome. So I decided to push it online. Hashtag sing the number four freedom has been going around the internet 
for almost two years now. Hundreds upon hundreds of patriots have stopped at 9 p.m. to sing with the January 6th inmates in solidarity with Americans who have never been to trial, no evidence shown against them, sitting in pre-trial detention, some of which were just for misdemeanors, but they've been denied due process. They've never been convicted, never been to trial, and they sit there for years on end in absolute, just horrible conditions. To stand with them, to give them hope, to show the families that were in those groups in Telegram that I joined, that they're not alone in this fight. Help bring awareness and get some bigger voices involved. Get some eyes on it because the media is completely silent. The lamestream mainstream doesn't report anything of value. It's all propaganda. And we all can see that. They've been proven to lie to us time and time again. And this is what it's really about. Is bringing hope. Giving strength and awareness. Give hope to the inmates. Give strength to their families. And bring awareness to the injustices that are happening in this great country. So, along the way I've made many friends. Many people have participated in the Sing for Freedom campaign. And I am ever thankful. So please, I also implore you to go out at an event, on your front porch, by yourself in the backyard. But show love of nation. Sing the national anthem and post it online with the hashtag of sing the number four freedom. You can also check out our website of singforfreedom.us. Sing the number four freedom.us. And you can post videos there as well as watch the videos that other patriots submit. And also a place where you can see some of the best up-to-date news and commentary and interviews about January 6th being done by a good friend of mine by the name of Mel Holly, who has a podcast that I also broadcast on my website. She's on Rumble. I'll post the link in the description called Justice in Jeopardy, where she speaks directly to the men and women that are suffering within the prisons across the federal, uh, the federal prisons across the country. It is by far one of the best January 6th news uh, broadcasts out there. On the website also you can see the live streams of out uh, the vigil outside of the D.C. Gulag and Northern Neck and Rappahannock, as well as you can find this podcast. But most importantly, on the website you can find the gifts and goes of all the men and women that are that are suffering because of January 6th. The list is not comprehensive, but we add them as we find them. And also on Affiliates page, you can see the groups that are legitimate and not trying to steal your money, but the ones that actually help out the families. Everything gets donated directly to them. None of us are here to make a profit. But if you can see just a moment of why I do this, even though I'm facing over 30 years in prison myself. I'm going to show you a short clip of the Justice in Jeopardy, hosted by Mel Joan Up Holly, as she interviews John Mellis from inside the DC CTF. And he's going to say what Sing for Freedom actually means to him. 
And when this interview was sent to me, I was absolutely speechless. I'm glad to know that it is helping them as much as it is. So please, get involved, speak up, and sing for freedom. You know, you guys are obviously dealing with a with a terrible situation being in there and and i know that uh you know it's it's pretty bad day in and day out and uh yeah constitutional right yeah yeah are are there are there things that are going on though that that you know on the outside that inspire you guys um are there things that are you know giving you hope and uh you know helping you just continue to get through it day after day uh, well, yeah, there are, there are, uh, you know, there are uh, several things we look to to uh, give us hope. I mean, I just want to kind of enumerate in here, you know, that it's, uh, you know, I haven't seen my my loved ones' faces in almost two years. None of us have. Um, no visitation, no video visitation, uh, and uh, you know, we get you know uh, uh, periodic beatings from the correctional officers, which is a lot of fun to deal with, and uh, it makes the pod uh, a very tense. Uh, 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 environment uh, when certain guards are in here, and um, you know it, 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 it's been really hectic and crazy with the you know I've had two years no bond hearing, so yeah, there's a lot to be out about, but um, there's there's many things that we we, we hold on to, to to give us strength. And, um, you know, last year when we first got to the to the gulag, to the jail, which we call the gulag. Um, we were singing the national anthem together. That was one of the first things this year that gave us strength. Is that we could, uh, at uh, you know, at nine o'clock at night, we would sing the national anthem together. And at that point, we were behind steel doors, so we were on solitary confinement. We didn't even know each other at that point. We'd come out for an hour a day. So basically, you spend your hour uh, uh, in the shower and on the phone, and then you're back in your cell. So you're not really getting to know anybody that much yell to your neighbor next door or something like that they kind of you know we're, we're really but but the, the national anthem the star spangled banner was something that definitely gave us strength through the solitary confinement which we spent almost a year on solitary confinement um which is crazy just just one or two hours of a day out of our cell which is insane wow uh, almost a year of that yeah, yeah. and yeah. uh the national anthem the star spangled banner was something that was so uh uh, strengthening to our spirits and um, around so around um, summer last year um, we heard about this campaign out there called Sting for Freedom and I, I believe it's hashtag Sting the number four freedom yeah right? so yeah hashtag, hashtag Sting for Freedom you've heard of it yeah <laughs> yeah I've heard of it, heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it <laughs> uh, so we hear that this campaign this hashtag is going around and it becomes this whole full-blown campaign across the the, the, across the country, across the world, and and it's like everybody's dropping what they're doing at nine o'clock Eastern time to sing the Star Spangled Banner with us in solidarity was like crazy feeling, man. It was like this, like we, man. Let me tell you, summer last year we were in the darkest place we've been. The only thing we had holding us together was each other from inside our cell doors. We didn't have reporting going on much about us. People weren't talking about us. We didn't have any eyes on us. We felt forgotten and alone and, and 
targeted and hated and feared and just all the bad things. And then we hear that American people and and the, even the the, the the people from around the world were singing in solidarity with us at 9 p.m. from behind our steel doors. Think about what that does. I mean, that gave us so much uh, uh, strength and, and, and determination to get through this, uh, knowing that people hadn't forgot us. And, and I have to give all of the credit for this to uh, a man named Joe Thomas. He is... Uh, I, I should say the great Joe Thomas. I mean, he is a day fixer that uh, was, I guess, given a bond, but felt so strongly for his brothers that are still locked up and stuck here uh, that started this national and, and worldwide campaign, Sing for Freedom. And he has the website, uh, singforfreedom.us. I think it's sing the number for freedom.us and uh, all, all sorts of other things. It, it, it really took took hold the um so many people have done this hashtag thing for freedom it, it, it is so inspirational everybody from the crowd at the rockstown texas uh trump rally uh interrupted trump doing hashtag thing for freedom that was initiated by uh by trentis evans and laura logan that was that was super cool yeah great yeah, yeah. Hey, trentis evans and laura logan are are, are are amazing friends of our uh, our movement and uh yeah, part of the j6 Community, the basic family, and um, I'm, I'm, I mean, things for freedom. Joe Thomas's things for freedom has really uh, been, you know, embraced by uh, people like Trentis Evans and Lara Logan and um, um, Hugh Mel Holly and and Randy Ireland and Mickey Whithoff. You know, we go, we affectionately call her Mama Mickey, um, and of course, she is Ashley's mother. You can go down the list, Tommy Tatum and Dave Summerall. I mean, everybody has really just embraced this thing for freedom. And uh, we, we love them and we, we love our community and our family that is, that is built up around us. And um, we love Joe Thomas, man. And, and I, I believe he's uh, known online as uh, Pi Anon. Yeah. So uh, people may know him better by that. But Joe, uh, thank you so much for, uh, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much for for giving us uh, this uh, because it, it really gave us strength during the darkest period of of our time, which was the solitary confinement last summer. And um, it got us through that. And, and it, it is it has become such a beautiful thing where we hear, you know, a month ago or so, they're interrupting Trump on stage at his own rally. The whole crowd singing this, this Star Spangled Banner in solidarity with us. That, that is just you know, it's so inspirational. It lifts our spirits. It really gives us the strength. And Joe Thomas, you will never know how how much strength you have really given us, and how grateful we really are for you and your thing for freedom uh, campaign. It, it really is. Well, I, I know, I know that that will mean a lot to him uh, to know that that you guys um, that you guys are aware of it, and and that it means that much to you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, thanks for thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to throw out there, I heard that he runs a dog shelter, animal shelter, is that correct? He does, yeah, yeah. I love that too, just man, you're awesome. He's a dog whisperer, he's uh, like, seriously, I've never seen anything like it. I, I saw some video of of him, uh, you know, uh, taming this wild dog and it was just like, whoa. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh man, I know, I know everybody loves that. And, and uh, so that's just another bonus uh, you get when, when when you have guys like uh, great patriots like Joe Thomas yeah. uh, that are a part of this movement. 
thank you, Joe. I really, really yeah. thank you for everything. You're an inspiration for sure. You know, I'm I'm so glad that there are things that that inspire you guys and and keep you going. And um, you know, anytime you guys need need any more inspiration, you just let us know, and uh, we'll come up with something. But I came across a group called the Citizens Against Political Persecution, and they were some movers and shakers in our movement. And I want you to hear from Randy Ireland, co-founder of CAPB. I had a chance to speak with him because he has shown what one man can do in our nation to help protect freedom and liberty using the constitutional process when somebody legitimately cares and legitimately All right, everybody, I'm here with a uh, good friend and man that I have known very well for the last two years, uh, Randy Ireland. He is co-founder of the CAPP, Citizens Against Political Persecution, as well as, uh, excuse me, AForJustice.org, Americans for Justice. And uh, just want to give a huge shout out and thank you, Randy, for showing up and uh, giving me your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, doing well. Um thank you so much for having me on um yeah i mean what a journey it's been the last two years um you know right now i'm in tulsa oklahoma i'm at an event that um clay clark and general flynn put on specifically for podcasters i'm here with mel holly um as many of you know we launched a podcast called justice in jeopardy about two months ago. Mel is doing phenomenal with that. She's the host of it. Um, we interview um, a lot of the J6ers, a lot of the, uh, the, the the lawyers, the families, and it, even those that are fighting on the front line for January 6th, which there's a lot of them. And so, you know, it's a daily podcast. It runs about a half hour, 45 minutes each day try as much as we can to also give the daily court updates from the courts with everything going on but um you know let, let me just um i'll go back to the beginning of it all you know i, I was privileged and fortunate really to to be co-founder of citizens against political persecution with kara castanova we started cap in uh, april of last year we held two major rallies in new york city at Foley Square last June and last July. And then in September, we co-hosted an event with Look Ahead America in D.C. at the Capitol building. And in the aftermath of that, the guards came out and retaliated against our J6 political prisoners, cut their food in half, messed with their food, put them in solitary confinement, I mean, a whole bunch of things. So in the aftermath of that, we decided not to do any more rallies. We didn't, we didn't want, want to bring that kind of um, attention to the guys for them to go through what they, what they were sub- being subjected to. So it was really in the aftermath of a lot of that. We had done a lot of work over the course of last summer to really bring attention to what was happening with the, with, with the J6 political prisoners. Um, when we started CAP, virtually nobody on the right side of media even was reporting what was going on. And I think, you know, we really led the march to... Uh, to the point where even, you know, by the end of last summer, a lot of the, the, the right side media outlets began reporting on it to, the, to, to this point in time where virtually every one of them report on it on a day-to-day basis. 
Um, but in the aftermath of that, and through the work that excellent work that Karen's done, writing articles, putting in the Gateway Pundit, um, drawing up, we, we drew a lot of attention to the gifts and goals for a lot of the guys, and to, to specifically to raise money for them to get lawyers uh, for them for their families to survive, and. Through that whole process, it became apparent to me that, you know, in spite of the fact that, that, that a lot of the J6 defendants had public defenders, even even getting lawyers and replacing them with lawyers, and there was a huge expense. There is a huge expense. I would say, I would say at this point in time, somewhere between eight to ten million dollars, at a minimum, has been spent um, to get lawyers for for the J6 defendants. And the fact of the matter is. You know, being in the D.C. court, you, the, the needle of justice has not moved. And that's really the biggest reason why I founded Americans for Justice at the beginning of the year. Um, I wanted to take a different strategy and different approach. And that was really to unite all Americans around the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and due process. We fight on so many different battlegrounds here in America, whether it's election integrity, medical freedom, the southern border crisis... Second Amendment rights, um, CPS and child trafficking, um, all political prisoners, and um, even what's being tied in our public schools. And we're seeing it across the board where there's a full-out attack on America as we know it, but more importantly, an attack on the U.S. Constitution. And at the core of that is due process. The um, work that CAPP has done in the past and bringing the information out into the forefront is absolutely priceless and I, I have seen firsthand the assistance that you guys have given to the January 6 inmates defendants their families through those gives and goes and the gateway pundit has become a, a central voice in the news agencies media mainstream for our January 6 between them and epoch times are the only ones that I see really posting anything of truth and so I got to give you a hat tip for bringing that out there and, and making that happen um, Americans for Justice, you guys are doing a uh, vigil outside of the D.C. Gulag every single night and have been for uh, several months. Uh, can you tell me how that how that all kind of came about and uh, how it's been going and what you guys plan on doing in the future? We, we attended the Great American Reawakening Tour. Uh, we've been a part of the majority of them over the last year. And specifically, there was one in July um, in, at, in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And Mickey, Mick, Mickey Whithoff, Ashley Babbitt's mom, joined us for that. And in the aftermath of that, she really wanted to, she was really struggling to find what she could do really to honor the memory of, of Ashley. And she reached out to me shortly after and was like, you know, I, I honestly believe that, that if Ashley was still with us today, that she would be in D.C. fighting you know, on the steps of the Capitol, at, at the jail, fighting to bring awareness and fighting for justice for these guys. So her and I spoke about it um, August the 1st. We went to D.C. and we've been holding a nightly vigil outside the D.C. jail every night since August 1st uh, from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And that is one we're doing that to bring attention and to educate America that this is going on and these guys are being held. Secondly, we want to give a, a voice to the voiceless. Um, during those vigils, the uh, various J6ers call in, speak directly to the American people about what they're going through, what, what, what they're being subjected to. 
and it's it's a very unique opportunity for every American to hear from these guys directly, get to know them, get to know their stories. So it's been absolutely huge. Um, and I mean, it goes hand in hand with the work that you do in in the the Stand for Freedom movement. Um, we really need to educate. I mean, even to this very day, it's surprising to me. Even people at a high level that have absolutely no idea what's going on. And so we need to continue every single day, educate more and more, spread the word. Um, I think to sing for freedom, singing the national anthem every night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you know, there's been some remarkable milestones over the last month, two months, singing, singing it, you know, at, the, at, at various Trump rallies. You know, tonight, General Flynn sang with us where, where Mel and I are here was able to speak directly with John Mellis and the guys inside. And uh, that's really what this is about, you know? Absolutely. It brings awareness to uh, everything that they're going through, and it helps give them strength and hope to know that they're not alone. You know, I've said it from day one. It show them that there's an entire nation standing behind them. And, uh, you know, the fact that at the vigil every single night you guys sing with them on the phone, um, you know, the national anthem, that has got to be completely unifying and edifying to their spirit uh, to let them know that, you know, they used to do it behind steel doors, but now they're doing it still within their cells, but with the rest of America. And uh, I, God bless you for helping uh, make that happen down there at the vigil every single night. And, um, you know, if any of these listeners are li- near DC, I implore you, please go down and enjoy the vigil because it'll be a night of fun, prayer, smiles, and singing of the, the anthem, patriotic songs, and you'll be able to help lift up the spirits and speak directly with the guys inside the DC Gulag. So uh, if you can get down there and show your love and support, then do it by the grace of God, and the, you'll never be the same for it. Another thing that I would throw out for anyone who really wants to know more information, uh, we have a website, uh, Americans for Justice. Our website is a4justice.org. We have a number of different resources on there. We have a call to action page, um, things that people can look at, um, uh, get involved. We all can play a part of this, and we really need everybody to play their part. Um, there's another website that was set up specifically for what making fun with, um, uh, you know, for Ashley. Uh, that website is www, the number four, Ashley, A-S-H-L-I.com. That also has the... Uh, a call to action page on there. Um, there's a list of organizations that are fighting on the front lines every day for our political, political prisoners. They need support. They need volunteers. We all do. You know, we're, we're, we're a big team in this. And that's really what the, the, the central and at the core of American Justice is to unite people around due process, around the Constitution, no matter where it is. Um, we get some exciting things that are in the works with Americans for Justice. We're looking at establishing chapters all across the country. Um, there's a great group, uh, Northern Neck Patriots. Um, one of those Northern Patriots is, is the owner of and, and the editor of the Northern Neck Sentinel. Northern Neck Sentinel is a, is, is a monthly newspaper that gets published. And they do some excellent, excellent work reporting and, and, and giving a platform for the J6. So I would check, you know, I would invite everybody to check out that newspaper. Um, last month there was a featured story there with Ethan Ordean. Yeah, it's really, really good information. And if you wanted to see that, you can actually go to the website and look at the digital version of it. 
It's on www.nnsentinel. S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L dot com. Um, yep, and we'll make sure to, to put all of these uh, links and websites into the description box for anybody. That way you can just click, find your way there, and get involved and uh, help save America. So with everything that you've been doing and everything that, that has been going on, I have to say, Randy, you are a mover and a shaker when it comes to helping out our January 6th, as well as many other politically persecuted people across the United States. I have one question for you real quick, and I know you're probably running short on time. What does the national anthem mean to you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Air Force veteran myself, and I took the oath of that Constitution. And to me, that flag embodies what the Constitution is, what it represents, freedom, liberty, justice for all. And, you know, that is what's under attack right now. Um, on a huge level to a level that most people don't even see or begin to fathom. And the J6 Board of Prisoners is a tipping spear. And so what the national anthem means to me, we are the last stand and the last hope for freedom on God's green earth. And that national anthem is meant to unite every single person here in America and around the world around that sense of freedom and liberty and justice and it's for sure as a reminder for all of those that gave their lives for that flag well randy first and foremost i'd like to thank you very much for your service as a, a navy veteran myself we always used to give the air force guys a little bit of a rough time but you know same team same mission oh absolutely absolutely so, I cannot thank you enough for everything that you've been doing, Randy, and it's an absolute honor and a privilege of my own to be able to call you friend and to the organizations of CAPP and AForJustice.org on our affiliates page of the SingForFreedom.us. That way folks can find your organizations as well. And like I said before, we're going to put them in the description box, try to get people involved and get boots on the ground out there to help you in your mission. Is there anything else that you would like to share before uh, we were ahead and wrap this up? Yeah, I would just say, you know, thank you to people like you. You know, I mean, it's like, we're all, you know, and I was saying this to Mel earlier today. It's just like, you know, the J6 family, you know, it, it's an unfortunate set of, of events that brought us together. The J6 family, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. We are going through a lot of stuff right now, and we're going to come out on the other side of better a better country, a better nation, and it's going to be because of those J6 political prisoners, and you're one of them, and uh, so stand your ground, be brave, be strong, uh, we have a saying, be bold, speak the truth, we need every single J6er to be loud, proud, and speak the truth, and if we can, if we can accomplish that, we can begin turning the tide in a lot of this, so thank you so much for having me. You know, it's an honor always, and uh, can't wait to, to 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 see you again, brother. Absolutely, can't thank you enough for, again. Like I said, for everything that you've been doing and uh, for the put, putting up the fight. You know, you're down there outside the DC Gulag, staring the dragon in the face, saying, "Screw you, sucker! This is our country. Let our men and women go." And uh, you know, you are a brave man and and just a pillar in our community. Cannot thank you enough, folks. Check out his website and get involved go down to dc show the show the inmates 
in the jail that you are standing with them loud and proud because we are Americans and that's never going to change. Thank you very much, Randy. So you've heard it. There are people out there that legitimately care about where the direction of our nation is heading. There are many American citizens illegally detained, arrested, charged for January 6th. Every American has the right to due process. We have been pushing the Sing for Freedom campaign for two years and it has blown up onto the main stage. And we want to keep it going because it's gaining traction and bringing attention to those that are being treated unjustly. In the next couple weeks, you're going to hear from some movers and shakers in this movement. Let me give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. Some of it's going to involve some big names like General Flynn, Ted Nugent, Leonard Skinner, Ashley Babbitt's mother, Mickey Whithoff, and much more to come. So come check us out every Saturday at 5. We will be pounding our chest that we love our country. And this is the place where patriots belong. Several updates you'll be hearing from January 6th defendants firsthand. We will present the facts, present our side, and let you make decisions. Nobody here is going to tell you how to think. You can find us on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, pretty much everywhere that you enjoy listening to podcasts. I will be there and just as obnoxious. We'd love to have you join us. Don't forget to check out the website, sing the number four freedom.us and get out there and profess your love of country. Because no matter what the lamestream mainstream media says, no matter what socialist media does to us, they can't silence us because together we are strong. They want us divided. They try to divide us on every level, but we won't fall for it because we're American and it's going to stay that way. Until next time. Peace. Oh, say can you see by the dawn? Hey.